We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, welcome to Premier League Betting. I am Adam Zedrake, a writer at Roto-Wire, joined by Chris Owen, a writer at Roto-Wire. We're talking, yeah, it's over the international break, and we are talking futures. So, yeah, a lot of, we played three weeks in the Premier League, and now we're looking towards the future. Um, Chris, how you doing? And uh, how was, uh, I hope you forgot about uh, what happened after the first week of picks we made. So hope you're over that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing pretty well here. Um, you know, international break. So a little bit, uh, you got to fill it with some time here. And luckily we got some, some fun futures best to get into. Obviously uh, I would prefer to be playing Premier League matches this weekend, but uh, apparently they have to, uh, they got to play international games. They got to do some qualifying for the World Cup, so uh, we'll allow it this week. But uh, yeah, recovered following our our, uh, our first bets, and uh, excited to get into some futures and talk a little bit of uh, you know title talk and then uh, relegation as well. Heck yeah! So uh, first thing, I mean, the first thing that everyone cares about, well, I guess most people, you know, care they care about who's going to win uh, the Premier League, and that's the first thing we're going to talk about here um if you're watching on youtube we got a table up on the screen here so tottenham maybe the most surprise one of the more surprising things here there uh, there are nine points already three wins three goals zero allowed um, but manchester city they're still plus 120 to win it and followed by chelsea with the romelu lukaku at plus 250 uh, Liverpool is still in there, plus 450, and Manchester United, uh, plus 525. Again, you can get different numbers at any kind of site. But um, anything that stands out to you, I, I think the main thing, uh, Manchester City, they're plus 120 now after uh, I just wrote about it. I think they opened at minus 167 or something. They're a huge favorite before the season. Uh, so that's probably the main thing that's changed. Yeah, I mean, with the additions of like Lukaku and Ronaldo to uh, Chelsea and Man United obviously changes that. And I mean, City, as we've seen, they they should continue to be the favorite. But now with plus odds, you know, it certainly makes you more it makes it more intriguing. Um, 
you know, I'm, I think the, some of the more fun bets are, are that Man United uh, bet at plus 525. Uh, you know, the addition of Ronaldo at all times is like something you have to factor in. And, um, you know, even though they might play without a defensive mid uh, outside of Fred, uh, I still think that they have a really quality side. And obviously the uh, addition of Rafael Varane too makes them a little bit more sound at the back with like, you know, they're not having to play like Lindelof or God forbid Eric Bailly or, or Phil Jones as uh, Harry Maguire's center back partner. So I think that adds a, like a pretty good a defense, pretty good amount of defensive quality to them. So I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued at plus five twenty five for them. And um, yeah, that, that's the one thing that kind of stands out for me too. And obviously, like I mentioned, City at uh, plus odds too is intriguing as well. Yeah, I think I still think the plus one twenties. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it with, with Manchester City. It's just, it just seems like. I, I don't know. I don't think at this point, like, I don't know how much, be- like, how much better they are than these other teams now that they've added these other pieces. I know City got Grealish and everything, but they're still, they're still kind of the same team as last year, more or less. And I mean, I know they dominated the league, but I just think Lukaku on Chelsea, that changes everything completely with them having, you know, a dominant central striker. Um, and Liverpool, they're just going to be better than last year as it is. And like you said, Manchester United, they got all these new guys. And Veron added to the back line. I just think it makes more sense probably to go with the value route there. Um, even even Chelsea 250 isn't terrible. I just don't – still at plus 120, I still don't find a reason to, to take them. Um at those odds but looking at the bottom of the table now oh what's this Arsenal. oh my god okay um yeah well uh i guess i don't know if you're you're planning on taking arsenal to be to be relegated here Uh, (laughs) you got plus two thousand yeah you know uh Although they're sitting bottom of the table and uh, they're, they're the butt of a lot of jokes here for many of us, uh, you know, plus 2000 odds for them to, to get relegated is uh, although those are good odds um, and something to consider it's, you know, we're, we're not real. Um, I doubt we see Arsenal get relegated. Another, there's an, another interesting bet out there for Arsenal that I think you could actually put in and that's a bottom 10, they're plus 150. Um, and so at this rate, you know, I mean, we're only three games into the season, but, uh, well, I think an Arsenal bottom 10 bet would, could be possible at plus 150. Yeah, that's, uh, if you're not an Arsenal fan, plus 150 is, is all right. Yeah. Um, I do think with their upcoming schedule that, like if that's another if that's a bet you want to look at in the future, you may want to wait. And so looking at their upcoming schedule here, they're home against Norwich, at Burnley, and they got Tottenham, then Brighton and Crystal Palace. So out of those, maybe worst case scenario, they get one win from there, but there's a chance they get three out of those. Um, so if you're waiting five matches arsenal they could be on around nine or ten points and you know middle of the table and then those that plus 150 is probably going to be up to i don't know it could be up to like plus 500 or something at yeah that point. um because right now 
Arsenal, they're at their lowest. Maybe betting on them to to do poorly the rest of the way is probably something you're getting not as good odds on just because of what they've done right now. And uh, we'll talk about Arteta later, but I just think at the moment they had the tough opening schedule. They had the COVID issues. They had all these people missing out. Uh, they haven't had Thomas party play yet. I just think they're getting, they're getting all these guys back. Uh, ben White's coming back. Gabriel's coming back. Aubameyang, Lacazette, they're going to be ready to start after the break. Uh, they added Odegaard. I think they're just going to be – they're going to play more like a top-10 team uh, eventually, I think, and maybe Arteta will get sacked along the way. But I still think, you know, they have more talent than, I don't know, at least 10 other teams. If you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, not, it's not like any of these teams up here – I mean, we mentioned Brighton a couple weeks ago, and okay, Brighton, whatever. Um, but pretty much from Brentford down, if you're looking at the table, these teams aren't as talented as Arsenal are. So yeah, not even close. Um, that's so when you're looking at something for Arsenal odds for these teams that have, you always want to look at upcoming schedules to see how these odds could change because the early schedule, that early few weeks, has a lot to play into it. But yeah, absolutely. The, uh, these other teams that get relegated. Do you have any any team that stands out um, to be relegated or to finish bottom or anything like that? Well, yeah, we could get into the the to finish bottom. I mean, the three favorites to to finish uh, bottom on the table are Norwich at plus two fifty, Watford and Palace at plus five hundred. Um, I mean, Norwich kind of seems like the uh, the easy bet, um, but uh, yeah, I mean. We did see Wofford come out and win a match, so we know it's possible. Um, and uh, that's interesting. But I, I would opt for Crystal Palace, really. Like, I don't know that I trust Patrick Vieira and his tactics to, to maybe. I mean, I could see them getting relegated and potentially even finish bottom. But that, those are really the two teams I would consider as Norwich and, and uh, Crystal Palace. I feel like Wofford has enough, like, attacking power where they might be – that like, they might not finish exact bottom. So, the, the Really, uh, like I said, um, Palace and Norwich to finish bottom seem like the the most intriguing bets. Yeah, I uh, I'd probably go, I'd probably go that route too. Um, I wrote about I got a weekly uh, my article this week was on futures, and I wrote about Nor taking Norwich at plus two fifty to be relegated. I just don't think you know they've they've really done enough. Um, in the transfer market since losing uh, Buendia. I mean, he has been their best player for a couple years now, and I don't know if they added enough. They got Lise Malou, uh, Billy Gilmore, uh, Lucas Rupp, and, you know, Rashica, and that's kind of it. Brandon Williams on the back line. They had Ozan Kabak, who played at uh, Liverpool second half of last seasons, but I'm just not seeing it really with – the players they added, um, I just don't think, you know, their defense is Premier League worthy, and I don't think their attack is Premier League worthy. Timo Puki is a thing of the past, really. Um, so I like that plus 230 right there. And if you want some bigger odds, I do think Crystal Palace is in the conversation. I would have probably 
uh, been on that a little more a few weeks ago, but I think the additions of guys like Gallagher, uh, Will Hughes, that's going to help out a little bit there. Um, kind of shores up their midfield. Also, uh, Joaquim Anderson on the back line. I think he's got the Premier League experience from Fulham last season, so I think that definitely helps. I don't know what Vieira is going to do. Um, they just pulled out a couple goals out of nowhere, I guess, against uh, mm-hmm. West Ham last game. But yeah. I think overall, from a roster perspective, I think Norwich is the team to take, and that's kind of seen in the odds. Um, otherwise, for just relegation in general, um, we got Norwich at minus 150 and then Palace 120-ish. Um, so anything anything else you like from those? Uh, I mean, there's those seem like the, the two teams that, like, like I mentioned, Palace and Norwich. Uh, the other team – to consider being Newcastle at plus 140. Um, but other than that, I think that's really the, the the race for relegation. The most interesting one that you could consider based on the fact that they're missing, you know, no more Danny Ings, who I'm not sure how they're going to be able to score. They've been missing Stuart Armstrong. Southampton at plus 330. I think from an overall perspective that Ralph Hasenhutl is, you know, is a good enough coach to keep them up. But, like, they've – They've, uh, I think last season they started pretty poorly and then like, you know, in the middle of the season they played a little bit better and and were able to keep themselves up. But that's from a purely uh, odds perspective, like that might be the most intriguing, you know, if you wanted to go for something a little bit longer odds would be Southampton at plus 330. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I, yeah, the plus 330 is pretty good. I just still don't, I still think they're better than at least three other teams. Mm-hmm. that where I'm not sure that's, you know, that's going to turn into a positive. Um, but we got Burnley, Newcastle otherwise here. And uh, I don't know. We got sounds, it sounds like it sounds like the dog doesn't like that Southampton bet. So maybe, maybe we, uh, we have to, we, we might have to skip the Southampton, Southampton bet on that alone. Yeah. But yeah, so um you know with that Southampton bet that's interesting. There's a there's not really anything else to cover out that out there besides that. I think we cut, pretty much covered all of them. Newcastle 140, Burnley plus 140, Brentford plus 300, so there's that. Um and then Wolves at plus 330, which I would like to get into Wolves as well, but I don't think they have I don't think there's a chance that they get relegated. Um an interesting bet that I would consider with Wolves is actually uh, there was I saw Wolves top ten at plus three fifty on DraftKings and I, I I wrote that down and I want to make sure that that's correct but I saw that and that seems like a pretty decent bet to take. Yeah, did did you happen to read my article? <laughs> oh, I, I I have not yet because I didn't right. want to get into in, into too much that you already covered. But uh, yeah, I yeah, the, I mentioned Wolves uh, at, at the time I got him at, I saw th- plus three thirty but. Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of on the same uh, same line there. I mean, the first three matches, Leicester, Tottenham, Manchester United, so three pretty hard mat- matches there. Um, you know, they they haven't played terrible. I think that's the main thing that you want to look at. I wasn't – I'm still not too sure about their new manager, Bruno Lage. Um, I still have some doubts about him, but they haven't played terrible. So I, I think that's, you know, that's the main thing. And we were just talking about Arsenal. There's there's 10 teams in here where there's 
there's places there's places to go really you can there is a couple spots there to finish in the top 10 and it could be really i don't know you could probably pick five to seven teams who can finish at the bottom of the top 10 i think wolves are one of them um like they've they've controlled possession against better teams in these first couple games and their upcoming schedule they got watford brentford southampton newcastle aston villa so they have they they could really win you know a few of these games coming up and like i said about arsenal pretty soon they could be middle of the table and these you know these plus 350 or whatever odds you're getting um they're not going to be there anymore. They're going to be pretty soon. That's going to be, it could be minus 110 or something to finish top 10. So, uh, you know, a team like that, just with a better roster and they've kind of hurting because of the schedule, that's something that you can kind of benefit on right now uh, rather than waiting for them to turn things around in a month or so. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, yeah, otherwise... That's maybe it here for relegation talk. Uh, I guess we could speak. I know you wanted to speak on. Uh, we got Arteta here. We got the scrolling here on YouTube. Uh, first manager to be fired at minus 163, which is crazy odds. But, I mean, when you go down the list of managers, there's not a ton of options right now because a lot of the uh, a lot of uh, new managers came in, so those guys aren't going to be fired right away but you got Chisco Munez of Watford he's about plus 850 Patrick Vieira plus 900 Hazen Huddle at uh, plus 1400 so there's not a ton of room like when you look when you look at it Arteta is a a huge favorite for a reason because there's not a ton there Um, I do think Munez at plus 850 is pretty good odds just uh if you know it doesn't work out for Watford in the first half of the seasons, so that's something to think about. Do you have a favorite in there? Well, I mean, it's there's no longer enough value on on Arteta to take it. Um, so, like that's kind of a skip for me. But I'm curious what it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, you mentioned their schedule that's coming up, and it sounds like a lot of the teams we talked in in during the relegation discussion. And yeah. so it's like you know if he could be the first out if they drop you know, two of those games or don't get any points or anything like that. But um, also I'm curious if these odds are for the first to be uh, fired or just to be fired in general, because you could put a, you could throw a dart at the board here and just like put, put a bet down for one of them. If it's just to be relegated this season, especially when you consider, you know, the frequency of how, how these Premier League managers get, uh, get sacked. So um, there's, Specifically, you know, you mentioned Minos uh, at Watford, and that seems like the best play. And then Patrick Vieira too is is the next one. But yeah, I, there's no longer enough value for me to to like be like, oh yeah, Mikel Arteta is the play. So yeah, I would say the Watford manager is, is the first one to consider after him. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, so we talked about the teams, and now we got to talk about goals and goal scorers. And that, you know, it kind of means Ronaldo here. Um, but let me run through the first few. Um, we got Luke, uh, Lukaku plus 300, Ronaldo plus 450, Salah plus 450, Kane plus 600. And then it kind of gets away from there. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, all right. Anything stand out to you? with those uh i mean I, it's interesting that ronaldo has the best odds correct 
Uh, Lukaku's at plus 300, and then okay. Ronaldo and Salah have the same at about plus 450. Yeah, I mean, Luka- it's going to be interesting to see Lukaku take over for Timo Werner. I mean, like, not take over totally, but to to be, to earn those chances that Werner had last season where we saw him, you know, either A, be offsides, or, you know, B, like, miss a sitter. So I think, you know, as far as opportunities to put the ball in the net, Lukaku – you know, is obviously going to have the most. And then um, Ronaldo to come in and, auto, you know, automatically get the second best odds is is not super surprising. Um, but, I mean, Salah at plus 450, and this is coming from a diehard Liverpool fan. It's like there's no one who's – besides Harry Kane, there's no one who's dominated goal scoring in the Premier League over the past few seasons like most Salah. So, and, and what we've seen already is that, like, the guy's not going to stop. You know, he's got to – Sounds like they're working on that contract, and I just don't. I think plus four fifty is uh, is definitely where I would put my uh, put my bet at, just because like body of work here. Um, the other interesting one that we have up here on the ticker is uh, is Hungman Son that's plus sixteen hundred. Uh, I think we've all really liked the way that Tottenham's played so far this season, and with Harry Kane kind of you know, the whole situation surrounding that, it feels like Son's going to take on an even larger role. Plus sixteen hundred is you know high enough odds to be like okay yeah I'll consider that for a, a small bet and so that's the other one I would consider between Sala and Son. Yeah, funny enough, I uh, also in my article I talked about how I still think Sala is probably the the best route there. Uh, I just think Lukaku, yeah, he's in the same role as Timo Werner, but that also means. There's a chance that Jorginho is on PKs for Chelsea. And if that's the case, like you're talking about taking a guy to win the to win the golden boot at plus three hundred and he might lose, you know, that could be anywhere from five to ten goals for PKs um, to Jorginho. So I just don't think the uh, the odds are there. I mean, he's the favorite and I know like he's gonna get goals and everything, but as for Ronaldo, you know, he's you, we still actually don't know how much he's going to split with uh, Bruno Fernandes in terms of set pieces. Also, it's it's not going to be the same goal scoring as we've seen in Serie A and La Liga and I I st- like he already missed the first three matches. I'm not I'm not liking those odds. Like we know Liverpool doesn't have the same kind of bench that Manchester United has. And you're getting Salah, who's already had, he's already scored two goals. You know he's already had 13 shots uh, through three matches. Um, if you look at the screen, I pulled up last year. Harry Kane had 23 goals. Uh, Mohamed Salah had 22, and then 18 behind him was Bruno Fernandez. So there's kind of a there's kind of a stretch. I like your your thoughts on Sonny Boy there. Uh, he had 17 goals last season. I just think whenever Harry Kane plays that. It kind of takes away. I know there's an issue and all that, but I, he's great when Kane's not in the lineup. But I just think Kane, he's more likely to score pretty much every game than Son is uh, when those two play together. Um, and then Mikel Antonio uh, plus two thousand. That's that's fun and all. He's been awesome the first three matches, but even if he scores twenty goals, I don't, I don't see him as the uh, Golden Boot winner. Um, but yeah, I'm sticking with Salah. And one thing, the last thing I wanted to touch on before we walk out here, we got, I saw odds of Cristiano Ronaldo 
over under of 20 and a half goals. I know my thoughts. What are your thoughts on that? 20 goals is a lot for any Premier League uh, striker. Um, so, whew, miss miss three games. I think. I mean, I think it's not. Man United has so much firepower up top now. So it's like it's either going to be spread out all, all over, or he's really going to benefit from playing with like that quality. I think. You know, if you look at, I'm trying to think some of those Juventus sides. He might be playing with some of the best best attackers that he's played with in three seasons. So, t- over 20 and a half. Um, <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll take it. Just to, you know, to be devil's advocate here, and uh, yeah, that, that's it. That would be interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm taking under 20 and a half there. I mean, that, that's still if he gets 20 goals, that's that's still a winner. So, I mean, 20 goals is a lot. But yeah, yeah, like you're saying, it's just not, it's just not the same at United right now, with the uh, with the competition he's getting. Plus, I mean, th- there's a chance that he's getting, um, you know, he's getting he's gonna get his play taken away in, because uh, he's gonna start in Champions League and maybe he's gonna get some time off in league play. Um, you gotta think they're gonna put more into winning Champions League, and then like they currently still have Cavani and Rashford he's out right now and that's and even without Rashford like they still got so many guys uh Greenwood's been playing pretty good as a central forward and they got Martial and Sancho they got so many guys really to where it's I don't think that he's going to be starting every league match and even even if he does these goals have to go somewhere and I'm not sure he's getting every goal so um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's about all we have here. So we've talked about a lot of futures. We got, we're currently on the international break. Um, uh, so next week we're going to be back with a regular, uh, game week four preview. Uh, any last thoughts here while, you know, uh, Ronaldo, he got uh, two goals for, for Portugal. Maybe we're, Maybe we should go back on what I just said, but <laughs> I think there was a little bit of uh, tomfoolery there at the end of the match, from what I read. But uh, no, no other thoughts. Um, just really excited for the U.S. men's national team to kick off World Cup qualifying tonight, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, besides that, uh, looking forward to the Premier League returning. Heck yeah! Well, uh, you still got to lick your wounds from from your original pick. Uh, if anyone listened last week, they know. Uh, we got the over on Newcastle and Southampton to hit, as well as uh, Callum Wilson first goal. So, so uh, let's turn that into uh, let's keep getting that going, and we'll try and get some more positives the rest of the way. Definitely have a good weekend, Adam. All right, thank you. Have a good one, guys. Make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen as well. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.